Around IT in 256 seconds by Tomasz Nurkiewicz. Episode 78. Stuxnet virus. Stuxnet was probably one of the most sophisticated pieces of software ever built. A computer program that could change the course of history. Ironically, Stuxnet was a computer virus. A virus that infected 200,000 machines, but activated and damaged only a fraction of that. But first things first, Stuxnet started spreading around 2007 and was discovered three years later. Three years. How did it manage to infect hundreds of thousands of computers without being noticed? Oh, and by the way, 60% of the computers were in Iran. More on that later. Anyway, Stuxnet was planting itself on Windows machines via a device driver. A driver that was digitally signed and looked legitimate. The private keys to sign the malware were stolen. But that's just the beginning. In order to infect the operating system, Stuxnet was using four different zero days. A zero day is a vulnerability that wasn't yet discovered by affected vendor. Zero days are quite expensive on a black market. Once discovered, they are quickly patched and almost worthless. Using four of them in a single virus is an overkill, unless you are desperate and really rich. Okay, so Stuxnet infected your machine, most likely via USB stick. Then it does nothing, unless it reaches an industrial SCADA software by Siemens. Industrial what? Well, it's a piece of software used to monitor and control power plants, sewage facilities, factories, etc. However, Stuxnet is more selective. It activates only when SCADA system is connected to a specialized type of motor. And only if it's configured to make around 1000 revolutions per second. And only if this motor runs in Iran. What is going on here? This is not your typical ransomware for sure. Long story short, Stuxnet was only waking up when infecting uranium enrichment facilities. Large gas centrifuges separating uranium isotopes. You know, for building nuclear bombs. Something that Iran was not supposed to do under international sanctions but it gets better. Stuxnet could shut down or cause centrifuges to explode. But that would have been too obvious. Instead, Stuxnet was changing the frequency of random centrifuges ever so slightly. It was causing the hardware to degrade faster, but nothing too suspicious. Moreover, and this is my favorite part, it was effectively hiding itself. Some centrifuges running with different frequency would trigger an alarm. But what about intercepting the sensors and sending seemingly correct data? The feedback from hardware was tampered. It's a man-in-the-middle attack. Operators never noticed anything unusual. Of course, until centrifuge failed to operate or produced too little uranium. As you can probably guess, Stuxnet wasn't built by some homegrown hacker in the basement. After a few years, it became obvious that it must have been a state actor. 
Most likely United States and Israel worked together to build this malware. It's an example of international sabotage done purely using software. That's it. Thanks for listening. Bye.